0: You should be able, I wonder if you can hear me better today, I don't think I've put my microphone into the headphones But because of this situation, it might yeah, be a better audio i better today, I don't think I've put my microphone into the oh, headphones but because of... Okay, right, we're good, it sounds great Fantastic, hello guys, how are you all? Oh. I'm very well, thank you, how are you? <laughs> well I was going to get to you, but I was going to just well, check out on everyone else first Oh mate I don't have you
1: mm, no it's just a little tweak but it's a bit annoying when are you coming to london sunday
0: i go it's so exciting how how long have you found somewhere for uh two weeks and then i'll see are you gonna a two-week trial period mm. come hang out with me i'll make you say yes You'll be like, never have I been more sure of anything. What a long day we had at the coffee shop today. Right. You're going to absolutely love it. Um, is anyone watching? Are we in the right group? Yeah, we've Who got... Knows. Oh, what a beautiful name. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Anthea. Yeah, you can't say, oh, no, wait.
1: Wait, what beautiful name? Oh, wait, no, sorry. Oh, no, way. it's just Anthea. <laughs> just, just, you know me, I couldn't read it. And also, oh. when I saw it, I saw Athena.
0: <laughs> Athena., I have news. The podcast is launching on Thursday. So can everybody listening, please subscribe, leave a great review on a past episode. It doesn't doesn't have to be presumptuous. Um I just just trying to organize the running order of the episodes with my producer today. And I was like, I had a really disappointing episode The other day. I was really upset
1: what made it disappointing? I
0: don't want to say because I'm going to edit the fuck out of it and release it and this is this happens every series like you're lucky if it happens once usually it happens like twice a series I have a guest and you know what some people's favorite episodes are these guests so I'm like thank god they can't tell. I remember the
1: one from last time and you were like uh it was so unbelievably boring and then loads of people liked it. Loads of people loved it so people can't tell so because
0: people can't tell I'm never going to say who it is and I'm I genuinely am quite good at the editing process and knowing what to do because I'll never put out an irresponsible message but oh there are a couple of irresponsible messages in it and I was like no don't say that but obviously you can't say that because they're giving up their time to comment and then you just have to move on really really quickly um and afterwards I just said to my producer I have to edit that he was like yeah I thought you'd say that it's oh, happened yeah. a few times. The voice sent me after and tell me what it was. It was so upsetting. But we're doing the running order now, and we decided I don't I don't know how I feel about this. My producer wants the first episode to be a solo episode of just me like doing like because it's contextual with where I've been for the last year and a year and a half, year and a bit. Um, but I just feel like that's a bit egomaniacal.
1: I don't think so. Also, your whole mm-hmm. podcast is about other people.
0: Yeah, it's true, but that's true. Every have- other.
1: So, and I think even just like a little like oh look I'm back this is what I've been doing it mm-hmm. would be good to have it at any other point no
0: yeah that's what he said He's out, and they they'll want to know like your return is will want to know like what have you been up to what's been going on and then we go into guest episodes um but it's good it's a good series Emma knows she's on it
1: I'm very excited to hear all of your guests
0: it's great um anything on the live before we jump in because Anthea has put a question on here as well
1: Oh great! Um, Just loads of people saying hi. Kan Chan says that she's going to convince me to stay by making me food. Oh yes, Um, and that she listened to the trailer for the podcast today and can't wait. Uh, And she also says, do the other one first, Chloe. It's your podcast.
0: Oh, thanks, Kenny. She's so supportive. I sent Kenny a voice note the other day because I was really pissed off about something that happened. She was very supportive. pep talk, please. (laughs) Client, help your coach. (laughs) She goes. I'm having a really hard week and I went is it because I've been away she was like no it's my hormones and I was like no you're meant to do because it. I've been away <laughs> no I oh. know it's your hormones. it's me it's all me
1: ow oh, okay
0: Anthea back hi Clemmer warning it's a long one I do not feel like I'm seeing a trend downwards in weight or centimeters okay Anthea this is a uh page post this is a coaching big old coaching post so i want you to i'm not going to touch it i'm going to leave it there go copy and paste it and put it on the page tag emma and i because this is very specific to you and it's not really a live vibe sarah burrows hi lovely ladies i need your help with loving my belly again i know that i'll never have a flat stomach again unless there's a magic wand somewhere in the world i've had three big babies and three c-sections my first son i put on five stone when i was pregnant my other two were over 10 lb babies Oh 11.5 um, i think she was 7.9 right so 10's big oh yeah oh yeah one of them's 11.5 that's big i don't know i don't know what the average baby weighs so i google it it'll be i reckon i'll be six or seven pounds um okay so i'm left with um, excess skin
1: seven pounds, seven pounds five ounces
0: yeah so Bodie was a big baby but not this big i think james is about 10 pounds um so I'm left with excess skin stretch marks and actually, actually stretch marks are genetic. Not a lot of people know or talk about this, but there you go. Oh, wait. Um, I'm, what, wait. They, it, I, there have been women who've had multiple, as in like multiple pregnancies, have very big, never got a stretch mark. It's a, it's a genetic um, like result of skin, of skin, the skin that you have. So uh-huh. my, my mum had twins and then my brother, and then me, and she doesn't have one stretch mark on her.
1: So, yeah, not?
0: yeah, not all women get them. Anyway, so excess skin, that we do get, because I've told you before, I bend over and I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> baby. <laughs> what is that? Um, excess skin, stretch marks, and overhang, and belly fat. I previously lost weight, put some back on, and I've been left at like a saggy mess. It's hard to be proud of any achievements. The usual justification for most people, but you had big babies, or just babies. But I know I really overindulged in my first pregnancy, and I know that I should have done better. Despite running and being more careful in subsequent pregnancies, the damage had already been done. (laughs) Excuse me. I feel so down on myself about it. Yeah, I can hear that especially when there are plenty of other people in my position without this problem. I feel like any achievements with my body will always be tainted. How can I see this differently? Okay. So first of all, you are one of millions and millions and millions of women that feel like this. Um, it's really normal that after pregnancy, you have sagging skin on your lower stomach. Now, not everybody gets it. I certainly have it. It's really got nothing to do with body fat. Again, it's probably largely genetic. But, um, And I would say by, by and large, statistically, probably you're in the majority and it's pretty unavoidable. So you're a woman who had a baby and it is, I know it's quite annoying when you're not at times or at peace with something, but it's also true. You're a woman, like millions of other women. I don't even know how many billions who've had a baby. Okay. Um, Again, stretch marks is not much you can do about that. That's genetic. You know, some women are really tiny and petite and they have a small baby and they give birth prematurely and they get loads of stretch marks. It's just one of those things. There's nothing you can do about it. The overhang and the belly fat. Now, these are actually things we can do something about. So you say that in the past, you've left the belly fat, you've lost the belly fat. So that would be situation one. And then you're left with quote unquote um, big saggy overhang mess or something in that something in that vein you said now Emma and I would never tell clients to do this because it's deeply irresponsible and we'd actually rather that you got some body neutrality and embrace your body and said I've had a baby and this is the body I have now however we'd be lying if we didn't say that a hell of a lot of EC method clients and other clients that we've had and friends and people that we know have had tummy tucks and it has changed their life in terms of they now feel like they can wear the underwear they want they can wear the bikini that they want and they don't worry about that again it's deeply irresponsible to promote it and we would rather the body neutrality um body acceptance probably not like self-love of all your flaws because i personally think that's a crock of shit um but certainly the acceptance however we'd be we would be doing you a disservice if we didn't say it is an option and the clients that we've had do it um who was it sue for example who was at the last meetup the one before last say that it changed our lives um so i I do you just have to put out the truth and that's the truth um emma
1: yeah i completely agree i think a lot of women diet themselves excessively to get rid of loose skin which is never going to go anywhere so you have to be real with yourself like can i accept this or do i need to change it and and only you can say that what I would say is like some of the way that you're the yeah some of that message reads a lot like I will never achieve anything with my body because I have some loose skin like mm-hmm. that's not true right and realistically who actually sees that loose skin like sometimes I'm like buy a better pair of leggings get like some gym stuff that actually fits you properly And you'll probably find it's really like, you know, it's really not that bad. And hey, yeah, maybe your partner sees you naked, but like they love you anyway. And you've had some kids like that's completely normal. And as you age, your body will change anyway. Like you have to accept that that is the case. Like there's not really anything you can do about it. It's an inevitability. Right. And you can certainly stay fit and healthy, but some things will change in your body and there's nothing that you can do whether that's like I guess you can get Botox if you don't like wrinkles but like you're still gonna age right and Mm -hmm. you're gonna look different after you've had three big babies or three babies generally and I don't know I think like obviously as Chloe said like our preference would be that you accept that you don't have to love that part about yourself I think I agree that's completely unrealistic for most people some people claim that they get there who knows if that's true or not but let's hope that it is and but accepting it and being like, yeah, I don't love that bit of me, but that's part of who I am, and it's certainly not going to stop me doing anything. And I think that's the thing. Like, and that comes from you. Like, don't allow it to stop you doing things, and certainly don't allow it to be like, I'll never make progress because I have some loose skin. Like, that's that's ridiculous, and that's quite like victim mentality. Like any injury that someone has, long term injury, it's like me being like, I'll never be able to squat again. There's no point doing anything. It's like, yeah, you can tell yourself that, but then where's that going to get you like this I, is- I don't what can you do
0: I really like this I want to pick up on two things here and they're both kind of connected number one Emma and I will tell you happily not names a lot of the women that you see banging the drum of body uh except body like self-love and and um celebrating all their flaws are coming to other people behind the scenes and asking for help because they're desperately unhappy so I don't like it because I think it's making women think that they should be achieving something mentally that they're not achieving and that has a negative impact um on their mental health so I'm sorry can you hear James no hang on Let, let me just shut the door hang on um And that has a hugely negative impact on their mental health. And I'm really not a fan of it because I actually think it's doing more harm than good. The second thing, and that's connected to that, I'm going to sound like a total dickhead right now, but I'm also all pro honesty and self-awareness. And I'm just going to be honest. I genuinely believe that I have body neutrality about having a baby. Now, a lot of you will see photos put on Instagram of me in a bikini and be like, well, that's all well and good for you because you still look pretty in shape. I'm not stupid. I know I still look pretty in shape. It doesn't mean that when I'm like in public with all my friends in a bikini and I bend down and my skin goes crinkle, 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 that I'm not like, I don't notice it and immediately think, oh my God, and like stand up straight
1: again because I'm human and that's how we are. But before you move on, like, people's body image has very little usually to do with how they actually look right yeah like, exactly like, you're in shape but it's like yeah but also Chloe was a fitness model like yeah it's, in some ways and I actually I'm not going to say it's harder or less hard but like in when- some
0: ways it could be considered as oh that must be mentally quite difficult for you to come to terms with so I see it I notice it I don't like it I stand up And then do you want to know what the difference is between me and and Sarah's post, which, by the way, is completely and utterly normal and to be expected, is I don't. Love it. I don't necessarily sit there every day and force myself to be neutral about it. I fucking compartmentalize it like I do with everything else that's out of my control that I don't love. And I get the fuck on with my life. So I actually think that we're not, ta- we should start talking about this like self love, body neutrality, all this stuff more. It's like just compartmentalize it because you can't change it and get the fuck on with your life. And that should be said for everything that's out of your control that you don't love. Like a dickhead mother-in-law that you have to sit with at least once a year and deal with two hours of a Sunday lunch where you want to tear your hair out. Or a kid who loves to sing on every car journey and you literally want to throw them out the window, but you can't because they're your kid. All these things that you're like paying taxes. I just got another tax bill through. I felt feel like I just, pay, I hate it but I, and I do, I do get angry about it. I'm not neutral or in love with it. I fucking hate it, but it is what it is. So you have to compartmentalize it and get the fuck on with your life. And I don't think this is any
1: different. Yeah. That's my piece. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think like, it can seem harsh, but actually like you're saying it, cause you want the best for people. Like mm. you're not going to live Your life to the fullest if you're always thinking about the fact you've got some excess skin and when you really zoom out and you're like wow did I miss doing x y and z because I was worried about having a little bit of extra skin like that yeah you're gonna regret that absolutely all right anything on the live yes um okay julia I've noticed, especially this week, that my lifts are getting worse. Weight and reps are going down. Is it a calorie deficit? As I was eating 2000 calories before this, now I'm on 1600. I'm five foot six. I'm 69.9 kilograms at the moment. Is this normal and should I just push through? Protein is 120 to 140 grams a day, doing over 10,000 steps a day, lost two kilograms so far. So happy with this aspect.
0: Um, I doubt
1: it. Yeah, I doubt it if you've got to lose it's probably not it's not a huge deficit sometimes it can be more psychological than anything of like i'm dieting thus i'm going to be weak but that doesn't have to be the case and it, it's probably something else like we get this quite a lot especially near the start of rounds where someone's like i've got a headache it's probably the change in diet and it's like it's, it's probably not it's probably just you were going to get a headache anyway started a diet last week like now and again things obviously can be related but I think it's probably you know I definitely get weeks where I'm not strong. That might be hormonal. It might just be because I've not slept as well. It might be mm-hmm. there's so many things that it could be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the size of your deficit.
0: I agree. It, it doesn't sound extreme. We're at the very beginning. Um, potentially, I- like if you were if you were to get like significantly leaner, lose a significant amount of mass, and some of that would would likely be potentially muscle mass. Um, and also you're losing that stored energy and now you're on lower calories in and you've been training consistently for the last seven weeks yeah yeah probably we'd have to have a conversation two weeks in with body fat to lose on a really like like quite healthy moderate deficit for your your height and weight i doubt it yeah i agree it was probably the hormonal lack of sleep you know it could be just added
1: stress on the body doing new workouts could be so many different things um Sophie oh my gosh this post about the tummy area could have been written by me my eldest is 16 and I still hate my stomach interesting to hear your honest viewpoint on the tummy tap thank you Chloe I think the other things remember as well is you can change your mindset at any time and that's not to say it's easy and Chloe's example is perfect because it's not like you're create like often social media creates this illusion of you'll just never think about it again that's the change mm-hmm. in mindset but actually the change in mindset is being like hearing this voice in your head being like oh you don't want to wear a bikini because what if someone sees that you've got a bit of excess skin and then you're like fuck off and then you just wear a bikini right or same with the scales it's like you might stand on the scales and see that your weight has gone up from the day before and think that you've not nailed your relationship with the scales because that still makes you think oh god I really I'm a bit annoyed that that went up but the difference is you take five seconds to be annoyed and then you move on with your day versus previously you ruminated on it for a whole day. Like mm. that's realistic. To, for it to have no impact on you whatsoever, like for most people, th- th- you're probably not going to get there, but it's like, where are you focusing the limelight? You're like, yeah, okay, cool. Bit annoying that the scales have gone up given fat loss is my goal, but I know logically it doesn't mean anything. That's I'm not going to ruminate it on, on it all day and I'm not going to let it put me off track. Maybe I also you like,
0: house and you don't you know you don't let it degrade your mental health to a degree where you stop leaving the house unless you will probably have a pre-existing mental health problem everybody gets on with it but that being said so I I I remember when I broke my nose I was so so self-conscious every time I had a conversation with anyone that they were staring at my nose I still got on with it I still pursued a career in television I still did half-naked photo shoots but I would be lying if I said I don't wish I had my nose job sooner because man alive, am I more confident now? And it's still not straight. <laughs> it's
1: Okay. Okay. Um, after doing home-weighted for a year, I finally moved to the gym and I've been increasing my weights every time. I had always thought I was maxing out. Well, I was maxing out well, even if I'd been doing more reps, but now I just feel like I was just half-arsing it is it unusual for strength to increase in this way or could it just be the difference between free weights and uh, weight machines do weight machines make the exercise quote-unquote easier or just help with form so i'm doing more of the movement properly and therefore getting stronger um if you're lifting more week on week at gym it's probably you're probably getting like quote-unquote newbie gains and that's, you know, I know you're like, oh, but I've been lifting at home. Well, it, it is different. And this is why we do always kind of encourage people to, <laughs> you know, like you find that you can mm-hmm. probably do a hell of a lot more than what you've been doing at home. And part of it's the environment as well. Like pushing yourself at home is like, oh, in this environment, I'm used to being extremely comfortable. Thus, I'm a little bit outside my comfort zone. I must be really pushing myself. And that's not for everyone. But that's certainly how I train at home. And then in mm-hmm. the gym, it's like, you will really push yourself. the max because the environment's different as well and there is more weights and you can push yourself a bit more and that's the norm there and you get in the headspace of it so i I, yeah i think it's not so much that machines are easier because you're still improving week on week you're probably getting newbie gains, and that will slow down and don't think that when you're not increasing your weights week on week that you're doing something wrong because it's completely normal like that won't last forever Mm.
0: Yeah, we get this often with people who've gone from home weights to gym weights, like regardless of machines or free weights. Oh my God, I push myself so much more. I'm lifting so much heavier in the gym. I'm getting so much stronger. And Emma's like, like, one, this is why we want you guys in a gym because at home, like, A, you won't have the equipment available to be able to do that. Two, you're on your own. So, you know, you just kind of muddle through it and get it done, go back to the kitchen and make a cup of tea. And Three, like it's less exciting when you're on your own and in your own environment doing what you always know, doing what you always do um however if you are like an old hat gym bunny and you decide you want to train at home for a couple weeks or a couple sessions I think that's great I think it can have the it can actually be quite similar the other way around like you really push yourself you're using different equipment you know how hard you normally train at the gym and actually your dumbbells at home like four kg lightest and now you really fucking smash out a workout but even then like if that if that carries on again you tend to find like when they go back to the gym they're like oh (laughs) so yeah I mean it's um it's great though. I I I love a good, I had a really good like two-hour gym session today because I haven't trained in age. I haven't trained in like a week. And I was like, fucking, I'm so happy that I could do this. It's so
1: it's such a great feeling. Good. Right. Okay, Canchan. Can I also add, actually stop and look at how much you take in by Doom scrolling on Instagram and TikTok? Whether mm. you'd like to admit it or not, you are taking in um the views that you wouldn't as much if you were focusing on your life offline ie your real life yeah so true and even like everyone is going to put up a photo at an angle that looks best for them you know like everyone oh, has so. excess skin like everyone when they sit down even if you're shredded when you stand up there's still excess skin there right but what you're putting up is like you posed in a certain way and I'm willing to bet even if you have a lot of excess skin if you pose in the right way you can't really tell right and that's what you're seeing on Instagram and then comparing Mm. you looking down at your stomach to that
0: it's so interesting so I put a photo up of me that James took of me at the breakfast table in Ibiza and so I I stood there and he took a photo and he went look look how in shape you are and showed it to me and I was like oh that's nice and the reason I posted it on Instagram is because I look really in shape in that photo but like if I didn't, and by the way, there are many, many photos I don't, I wouldn't put it on Instagram, and I don't care, I'm not here to be like, see guys, I'm just like you, everyone knows, like everyone knows at this point, and I don't want to do that, so like, you've got to be honest about it, and I think most women would say the same thing, like, I'm not going to post a photo, where I look like a piece of dog shit, and I haven't been to bed, <laughs> and like, you know, my baby's been sick on me, and fair play to the women that do, and you know, they're called inspiring, and all that, but and that's brilliant, but a, I personally don't need to see it. I'm very aware that all, not all women look perfectly in shape or perfectly groomed all the time. Like I don't need someone to take a photo of themselves crying in the shower to prove to me that they cry. I'm pretty sure I know that we all cry. I don't need to see it and I don't need to post it. But you know, I'm glad yeah. that it helps other
1: women. <laughs> Sorry. I've <laughs> had a lot of caffeine. You um you sent me, I can't remember if I sent you it or you sent me it, and it was like <laughs> it was like an ad for tampons or something. It was like. This woman, oh, yeah. who you could like see that she was like a tampon was out or something, or like you could see that she was bleeding, and you're just like, why? no we know? Why do we need to- <laughs> This is the thing, and I just did that ad campaign for Nuffield Health,
0: which shows that you know two thirds of young girls are too uncomfortable to, too, too scared or embarrassed to exercise when they're on their period, which is fairly normal, and in that. You know, in that sense, we need to kind of talk about the fact that the Red Roses changed their shorts from white shorts to navy shorts. And women, female tennis players at Wimbledon can now wear different colour underwear. And, you know, we talk about all the different kinds of um, period kind of, I don't know, what would you call it, like period where <laughs> sure. you know be honest about it and talk more and more about like hey guys it's okay we all have periods but I don't need to see it was, a, it was a magazine photo shoot I don't need to open up a magazine that I bought for my plane journey and see 10 models with blood dripping down their legs I, I don't need that I find it I look and like I get it I'm sure there's a lot of women listening or watching like oh well it really helped me when I saw that and that's it but sometimes I just think also like step outside of it, as Kanchan saying TikTok and Instagram and be like is that fairly normal that sometimes you cry, sometimes you bleed, you know, sometimes you, I don't know, feel like a piece of shit in the morning. Like, yes, we're all in it together, guys.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, can't <laughs> up. I'm about to cry. Let me whip out my iPhone and <laughs> myself crying, being vulnerable and brave. Uh, it's so, yeah, it is interesting that social media has gone to that point and anyone I, who does that I immediately
0: mute I'm like oh fuck off it's like <laughs> it, I'm it, having a hard period it's like okay
1: <laughs> it is the strangest thing and also I'm like how upset are you if you've decided to get your phone out and take a selfie I Like,
0: I know when I've been in the throes of trauma that all I do all I think of straight away is I fucking better take a photo and put this on his phone <laughs> So, look, we've all gone through it. I'm quite open about the fact I've had mental health stuff. There's never been one time in my life where I've had a mental health Although, actually, I will say this. There is one person I'm thinking of who's very much documenting her mental health journey. And I do actually think reading it is quite therapeutic for her, but it's a very real mental health journey it's not like oh I'm having a bad day and I cried too like it's different but so there are caveats to what I'm saying and I will admit that by and large like if you're having a really bad moment emotionally you're not going to be putting that shit on social media you're doing it for likes you're doing it for interaction and I'm sorry but it doesn't come from a genuine or good place it just doesn't
1: (sighs) ah okay sorry (laughs) I have awful loose skin on my arms and I can't seem to get rid of it and I'm tempted to do something surgery related but worried after having had breast cancer and my lymph lymph I can always never say that word lymph nodes (laughs) taken out um now skin on the arms I feel differently about first of all like so I've
0: Got, like I've got like try and when I do that you can see like a lot of jiggle right and I also think like a lot of women it's just fat and it jiggles and it's just about fat loss in terms of arm surgery I would say no the reason why I would suggest tummy tuck for someone who's already had a c-section is because all they're going to do is eat into that already there scar um and the scar that's already being hidden by bikinis or underwear is going to remain in the same place so it's different you don't want scars on on your upper body I wouldn't say I would and I would say this is a different conversation Um, in terms of body fat loss is it loose skin can we maybe get some body recomp in that area we talk you can't specific you can't spot fat reduce but we can target triceps we can target the upper arm and with some fat loss maybe get you to a place where you're slightly happier with that and I also think if there's any kind of trauma whatsoever around post-surgery especially in certain areas that that's probably not a good road to go down
1: Mm -hmm. okay we're up to date god i've had way too much caffeine i don't think i've had enough i have had a lot
0: one of those weeks um okay here we go nikki can you advise the best pre-workout that you found please without sounding dumb but are they the same as fat burners I'm an early bird at the gym, so I would like to try. Thank you for the advice this week. It's just a case of head down and work for me. Yeah, Emma, I think, was that you? I think I saw that. Reply. Um, So, okay, let's start this. Are pre-workouts the same as fat burners? Yes and no. There are kind of similar active ingredients um, in pre-workouts and fat burners, most notably and obviously caffeine. Secondary to that, talk about thermogenics. Then you're talking about usually ingredients that can some in some way, shape, or form raise your core temperature as, you know, as well as caffeine. Um, and that would include things like peppers or like extracts of citrus fruits, um, things like that. And they they call themselves thermogenics. They could also be called fat burners. There's a lot of terminology, there's a lot of semantics. Um yeah, there are definitely ones that I wouldn't wouldn't go no so actually and even like same brand. So grenade have one called Thermo Detonator, which I love. I take one and I really like it and I get a good buzz of it. They also have one though called Black Ops. I won't touch. fucking touch it, huh? Is it too much? I get like I broke out in a rash. Like I was like, what? And I and I couldn't like, you know, when it's too much that you can't even then go to the gym. So I was like, no. Um, but I like and that's so the one the black ops is black and this and the um thermodetonator is green and the thermodetonator I really like. I think grenade are like quite old in, hat.
1: Is that the one that comes in a grenade and it's in fast. a grenade?
0: Yeah, which I fucking stupidly put in my bag and then put on the airport security complaint <laughs> and they were like did
1: you really think you could and I was like oh, oh I'm so sorry <laughs> oh my god um yeah that was their first product wasn't it yeah and they're quite old hat
0: and they've j- changed it they've re- re-jigged it and I really really like it but everyone kind of reacts differently and you know just taking a a, a, a energy drink a strong cup of coffee mm-hmm. what do you think do you take any
1: no no, was, and I tried the grenade one once the pre-workout and this was my own fault because it, you know it comes in like a sachet but it's two servings in one sachet why? why weird but obviously I just thought well it's one packet obviously it's one and the same thing happened like I, my skin was so itchy and I had to go home and I was really pissed off that like I- <laughs> yeah I don't take pre-workouts I just have a coffee but as Chloe's saying like the active ingredients are pretty similar between pre-workouts and quote-unquote fat burners at least legal fat burners there are also other ones which will have like other things in that um wouldn't be in a pre-workout as an example and then you'll have things in pre-workouts that likely wouldn't be in quote-unquote fat burners like um beta alanine for example which makes your skin singly uh, yeah. Maybe creatine in there, which isn't going to really do you any harm anyway. Um, but yeah, like the, the main active ingredient in both is caffeine. So yeah. Yeah. And then I guess, yeah. like, what should I, I, yeah, I don't use them, so I wouldn't have one to suggest really.
0: Yeah, It also depends how do you tolerate caffeine anyway? Like, I'm pretty good with caffeine. I mean, evidently not today. <laughs> Woo! I'm but I'm pretty good with it. Fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm <laughs> fine. I mean, I am insane in my own head right now, so I can't imagine how this is coming across. Um, but yeah, how are you? How do you tolerate caffeine anyway? If you don't tolerate it that well, I wouldn't. But um, hey, anything on the live?
1: Um Canton says she <laughs> thinks she knows who you're referring to um, and agree her documentary um, is amazing and she holds herself with such grace about it. And then Hattie, hi, Clemmer. What's the best way to come to terms with weight gain? I feel like I've undone my hard work. It's only 1.5 kilograms up, but I keep beating myself up about it. I understand that your
0: weight is going to fluctuate all the time over time. It's going to fluctuate maybe quite... Ideally, we don't want it to be significant. We don't want it to be like 10 kgs, for example. But, you know, you're talking... Anywhere between one to five kgs in that kind of bracket over time to reflect: Have you just had a baby? Have you just gone on holiday? Did you decide to fall off the "quote unquote" wagon? Is in like stop caring about what your dietary intake was really looking like for you know two to three weeks? You know, and these things will all well, maybe maybe not all of them. I'm saying <laughs> like everyone's going to have a baby, but most of these things will happen um, over the course of your life. You know, menopause, um, menses—it's going to happen. So understand that your body's always and your body weight is always going to reflect that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, immenses, the immenses! The all the all the different cycles of being a woman basically is what I'm trying to say. Not maybe not all of them, but most of them are going to happen to you inevitably over the course of your life, including your relationship with food and your your relationship with your day to day lifestyle. You might find that you get injured and you can't. You can't move for a couple of weeks. You you don't know, so you have to understand that your weight is always going to fluctuate and your body's always going to be reflective of your life. And you're not this immovable stone statue that's going to be sixty-one kgs till the day she dies. And if you were, that would be really sad because it would show that your life is pretty fucking dull. Um, so just if you decide, actually, I'm not I'm not comfortable having
1: gave the, gained this one to two kg more. You know what to do. Yeah, I don't think I have anything to add there. But I think the only caveat I'll give because we don't have the full context here. But if you're someone who kind of needed to gain weight, like that's a slightly different conversation of like, yeah, oh, you need to accept that this is a healthy weight for you and you'll feel better and you'll perform better. And also, if you're in that position, no one else will fucking notice 1.5 kilograms. Like yeah. it's only you that knows, oh, I weigh slightly more on the scales. But sometimes I think at that point, it's like, do not weigh yourself. Actually, just focus on how you feel. Because a lot of the time, You'll be like, oh, yeah, I feel really great. And then you'll step on the scales and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I put on this weight. Always check yourself before that. I think if you are, especially if you're weighing yourself in the morning, either in that position, just stop weighing yourself. But for, for everyone, just be like, okay, well, how do I feel this morning? Like, how do I feel progress is going? Have I hit all my targets? Yeah, actually, things are going really well. Then weigh yourself and just see how that, like, don't let that impact your mood of like, actually, I thought everything was going really well. This is just one marker which is going to fluctuate every day. Don't let it ruin how you feel about progress. Here,
0: mm. here. Hey. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you weigh yourself.
1: That, yes. That. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um, Canchan, just had a thought. I love how the beta alanine gives you jitters but doesn't give you fanny flutters deep sigh. (laughs) Yeah why is that? Why doesn't it? It's normally like your do you feel it everywhere? No. It's like kind of like more upper body.
0: Yeah, upper body skin. Yeah. Unfortunately not down there, no. Oh my god, people will be popping that shit like there's no tomorrow, especially me and Carrie. Okay, we're oh. up to date. Oh, I'm I'm teetering on the edge today. <laughs> okay, I'll Emma. <end> <laughs> oh, we got such a good response
1: for that um portrait of you. <laughs> oh my god, I know.
0: Such did I show response.
1: you did I show you me as a little boy playing the violin? <laughs> okay, no. Are you ready? <laughs> I look really cute
0: <laughs> Um, here I am. <laughs> oh, <you> cutie pie! <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: you, do you,
0: do you still play?
1: <laughs> Shockingly, no. I don't. I never learned to read music. I just remembered what the person had done with their hands, and then I just copied that. But I always like that. Mm. I was exactly like that in music class. How
0: funny! So was my dad. Um, right okay Jody Fardo, F- F- Fardo. Fardo. if I go, <laughs> Fardo. if I go for a run do I include those steps in my daily step count or do I keep them separate all steps are steps and steps don't care how you hit them they're all included however make sure that you keep know of what your run times are or like total cardio minutes per week or total runs per week um so that you know, you know, so that you have all the data to keep track of, basically. And we know what we can increase, decrease and blah, blah, blah. But yes, you count them in your steps. Um, Michelle Coleman Blanche. Blanche? Morning, Blondies. Ooh, um, I know you mentioned it before, but can you please explain how, oh, we've done this and I still don't know how to pronounce it berberine works <laughs> i've just finished reading Davi- Davinia taylor's book and she recommends it but i'm confused is it worth taking it seems the main benefit is by controlling appetite to keep your let by managing your leptin and insulin levels proper thicker on this one thank you now, i think emma and i had to like look at it before we even started talking mm-hmm. about it emma do you remember what exactly we concluded
1: um that there's quite weak evidence for it potentially helping a little bit in type 2 diabetes there you
0: go that's
1: what we can um do. but i can't remember exactly the mechanism behind how it works uh, is it
0: something that we would say is a non-negotiable supplement for you to take not, absolutely no. not what about specifically in the context of fat loss absolutely not
1: yeah yeah i think it, and most of from the top of my head most of the research has been done is in a population of type two diabetics and there's a small improvement in glycemic control. Now, then people always extrapolate that out and think, well, if I'm a normal, healthy person with completely normal glucose control, that will still help me. No, it won't. And actually, if you're exercising, getting your steps in like resistance training, the impact of resistance training on insulin sensitivity and then blood glucose control is like, Mm -hmm. like massive. And then like a drop in the ocean Mm -hmm. mm-hmm exactly
0: just like postprandial walking so just going for a walk between meals it doesn't necessarily have to be 10 minutes after or 10 minute walk after your meal. just getting up and going for a walk between meals far more impactful who's
1: oh okay okay well I just had to google who Davinia Taylor was um I would take that book with a massive handful of salt and probably disregards most maybe of maybe wh- a bucket of salt yeah oh guess what it's called hack your hormones <laughs> that's extremely worrying also isn't she what do you know who that is
0: yeah I know the name I don't I, I know that she's like some kind of hormone person but I don't know much I haven't I haven't looked into it I
1: basically like a, isn't wasn't she on just like coronation street or something um she's definitely
0: a tv star let me find her let me find the yeah she's a socialite so she
1: what tv has oh, she done oh she was on oh wait she was in hollyoaks the opera that's it yeah oh there she's well as we know excellent nutrition knowledge comes from hello
0: i went to hollyoaks school of nutrition <laughs> excuse me actually there's a few there's a trip there's a few brilliant Health and fitness gurus coming out of Oaks, aren't they? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're not picking up what I'm putting down, and I'm not saying it on this.
1: I'll oh. get me into a lot of trouble. I've just never. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well. Um. Yeah. I. <laughs> the
0: the cool. child, I won't say
1: that. Did you know that her father was a multi-millionaire? And guess what? He's what? Why he's a multi-millionaire? Why? Practice hormones. Oh, he he owned a toilet roll factory.
0: I mean, the owners of Ferrero Rocher invented one chocolate once, and now they're like
1: billionaires. So, oh. guys, we're all one step away. Wow. Okay. Well, I think we could agree maybe not to um, follow that.
0: Does she have any qualifications really like endocrinology or well, anything? Well, aside from being on Hollyoaks. We, we might be being, we might be being, um, defamatory. She might be like, actually, guys. Yeah. Nice.
1: She might, I mean, if she's gone off and got a PhD in endocrinology, then do you know what? I take it all back. But that's not what Wikipedia says, which obviously we know is a very good source of information. Um, Oh, no. Carla says my friend has been reading that book and has bought all the supplements. Of
0: course she has, because. Well, OK, wait, we're not doing this. We're not promoting okay. this. <laughs> Moving on. Hang on. Actually, I'm falling down a rabbit hole now. Give me mm-hmm. one second. Okay. <laughs> no, there's only a Taylor house. So as far as I can tell, zero qualifications, but she is a presenter and a TV personality. <laughs> oh. oh, and of course, she's a wellness guru. Can somebody oh. tell me what the term wellness means? I don't understand. What is wellness?
1: It's almost when you think about it, it seems like a very bad grammar, doesn't it? Like well.
0: Wellness. Well, I hear wellness, and every alarm in my head goes. Eh, 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 eh.
1: Especially with guru. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. That is okay.
1: Fine. Right. Let's move on, because we're just going to get in trouble. Anything else on the live? Um, just Kanchan Chan saying she was on a big podcast recently, and she needs to get off the internet. And Julia, I hate those hack your hormones influences. Yeah, it just. As soon as you hear hack your hormones, think I understand absolutely nothing about human physiology or how hormones work.
0: I always just think of like somebody with like a teeny tiny pickaxe, like beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Does anyone else think of that? Well, I
1: will now.
0: Uh, Right. Should we do one more? Yeah. Okay. Bernadette Scoles. I love the name Bernadette little bernie such a good name for a girl okay goal setting should you focus on either fat loss or muscle building can you ever do both thank you yes you can absolutely do both there's certain circumstances in which you can very easily and accomplishedly it's not a word by any stretch of the imagination (laughs) um uh do both you know what i'm trying to say guys um I have no so, idea
1: what words you were trying to say there.
0: Accomplishedly and accomp accompanying. No, like if you accomplish something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Just- you could accomplish both. Yeah. You could do both simultaneously. Uh, accomplishedly is my new word. So we're just taking it on board and then we're gonna roll with it. Um one if you're a newbie to uh training and lifting um especially if this coincides as well with you opening up in your protein intake um you will find that you get what we call newbie gains in the gym and you could absolutely change your body composition as in lose body fat and gain muscle simultaneously two if you have it doesn't even have to be a lot of body fat to lose if you have enough body fat to lose this is stored calories so you could be in a deficit um Or even just, yeah, yeah, by not necessarily even by food in, but by um, energy out. And you could start lifting and absolutely find that you gain muscle and lose body fat at the same time. It's very unlikely if you've been lifting for a long time and or if you're a very lean individual. In fact, it's suboptimal. If you came to us and said, I want to build muscle and you were very lean or you'd been in the gym already for 10 years, that we would, we would, we just wouldn't put you in a deficit. We would make sure that you were at like a smidge above maintenance. It doesn't need to be a lot, just a smidge. Um, but yes, it's absolutely possible to do both. And we've seen it happen multiple
1: times, hundreds of
0: times on the EC method.
1: Yeah. And the good news is, like Chloe's saying, if you come with quite a lot of fat to lose and relatively new to resistance training, that will happen. You will mm-hmm. lose muscle and lose fat at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bernadette's here she says oh thanks I love my name too loving this live thanks ladies
0: I know a couple of very cool Bernadette's they're older but they're like absolute icons of
1: mine I love them Mm -hmm. okay okay quick one's finish hello Katie oh sorry (laughs) hello lady her name is Katie (laughs) the last bit of this live apologies if you've covered this already but could you please let me know if there's any advantages to taking collagen
0: yes potentially um it's an amino acid it's not a complete amino acid but i mean yes it it can help absolutely with um skin the t- skin tissue uh tendon and ligament tissue but in terms of muscle mass no i wouldn't recommend it
1: Yeah. There might be some benefits, but actually, even in terms of skin, it's like if you think that collagen is going to help you, but you're not even wearing like sunscreen, then again, it's like a drop in the ocean compared to, you know, just doing that, like just doing the absolute bare basics. And it's expensive. So if you're someone who's like, I have a lot of money. And if even this gives me the tiniest benefit, I'm happy to take it. Fine. If you're not in that position then i wouldn't and like as an example of this chloe and i generally get like most supplements for free and do you take collagen
0: no but i keep thinking maybe i should start because bitch yeah. is looking old <laughs> i
1: i don't and even you know like so like even if it's just there free like it's still not something that i would take it
0: still yeah i i think a lot yeah
1: i, I am is right like, i think there's better research behind
0: sunscreen and vitamin c for your skin so take that into consideration
1: okay thanks everyone we will back on for the next live shortly
0: okay bye